On this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, the local geek is back. And this time, he's brought a couple of his tasty homebrews for us to try. Oh, boy. I am looking forward to sampling these delectable beers from the local geek. Besides that, we're going to talk a little bit about home improvement. We're going to talk a little bit about lawn care, kind of, because, you know, there's stuff and local geek's got a new mower. So how's that treating him? Uh, what else do, are we going to chat about? Oh, did you hear about this controversy going on around Sriracha? Listen, man, if you can get your hands on that, you might want to, because, woo, sounds like there's something big going on there. And we're joined by one other guest. Who? I'm not telling you. You actually need to stick. I can't tell you all of the good stuff here, <laughs> but I can tell you this. You're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V Mark Kidder. Pork golf beverage, prophecies, and your time The Triple B! Well, the Triple B sucks. Okay? Oh, come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Beer Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that has somehow managed to survive the trauma that happened at the end of last episode and is back fully healed and ready to go. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how are you doing tonight? Howie Blues, I don't know if we really healed or survived, but we're back for another week, and uh, I guess it is what it is. Uh, how you doing? Uh, you know, uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, it's unfortunately going to be another busy weekend. I, I get to go to Stutzman tomorrow, uh, the Stutzman County Courthouse. They're doing a uh, an event with first responders and vehicles, so I'm going to go help out do that, but... Uh, I will say, I, I do feel better. Um, I'm not going to give away what happened last week because we have guests on tonight who haven't seen that episode yet, and I don't want to ruin the surprise for them. But I, I will say, Kidder, uh, after the adrenaline settled at the end of last week's episode and I crawled into bed, I will tell you, it was like different parts of my body started like chiming in going, yep, I hurt, yep. I'm sore. Yep, this aches. So, you know uh, what that means? I'm old, man. Yep. There you go. <laughs> I I knew where you were going with that. <laughs> um, so, but I've I'm doing better. I recovered. And uh, hey, if you're good, going, who's here? Just <laughs> get there. Just chill. I was going to just say, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Pause this episode, go back, watch last week's episode, the whole thing. Make sure you like and subscribe it while you're there. You know, that that's always great. Give it a good thumbs up, and uh, and, and you'll then know all of the stuff that I'm alluding to. And uh, with that, let's introduce our guest for the evening. Uh, he's back, and this time he's brought us beer. And this time, it better be better than the last stuff he brought us. But it is the Triple B Brewmaster. It is the local geek. Welcome back. How are you doing this evening? Hi, guys. Thanks. I'm doing pretty good this week. Um, for the most part, it's been a good one, so it's always a bonus. Um, like you said, I brought beer, and in my opinion, it's pretty good. So I, I just, I, I'm still not over that coffee crud that we drank <laughs> two weeks ago. That was, yeah, that, that stuff was pretty bad. I did finish it, but it was not, not great. <laughs> so. 
And I'm looking forward to uh, seeing last week's episode. So it, it it's a it's a good one, and 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 you got to stay through. There's it's the longest behind the curtain we've ever done. So I'll, I'll give you that. Um, but there's even something behind the behind the curtain. So yeah, stick through to the very end, man. It's it's worth it. it. It's a good one. Instant classic. But uh, Local Geek, what are we drinking tonight? We know it's one of your creations. What'd you bring to the show this evening? So uh, what I've brought is I've teased it several times on the show, I think, now. I'm, I even drink it myself, I think, once or twice since I uh, have made it. It's been something I've had in the kegerator for two-ish months, maybe even three now. Just haven't had a chance to get it put together for you guys. It's the uh, one that JS Gunslinger requested. So it is the Shandy. And I gave you guys each a grapefruit and a lemonade one. And then also just the plain wheat beer base for Shandy. In my opinion, the grapefruit's the best one. The I, I wasn't super big on the wheat beer in comparison to the Abner O'Neill that I gave you guys a while back. So definitely like the Abner better, but... The hops we used on this one was a fairly new variety that's supposed to give it some pineapple esters, so I thought that would go good with shandying it, which it does work really well with the shandies. So uh, got myself a, it's been a weak glass with it in it already. And this one came in pretty low alcohol. I think the, the wheat plain was 4%, so adding the shandy, it's somewhere around a third uh, grapefruit juice to the beer. So another third diluted off of that. Okay. Now I have to ask local geek before I open this thing. And, and it's, 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 it's the question I always ask you every time I open a beer that you've made, do I need the poncho? You know, this one's a wild card because I added the fruit juice to it. There is a chance that it continued fermenting in the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so it's going to be one of those, huh? Potentially. The uh, Out of the kegerator, it's, I don't have the juice in it, so I don't know what it's going to do out of the bottle. I haven't had any that okay. way. Now, here we go. It's the G, right? Yes, that is the grapefruit. This, this one right here? Yep. It's a G thing. Okay. Here we go. We're good. It's the Smittix, but not. <laughs> Smells pretty good. It does have a pretty light carbonation on it to begin with. So if it did ferment in the bottle, hopefully it's not gonna blow out on you. <laughs> That's sour. Very right. sour. I, I am donning the poncho. Let's uh doesn't mean you're ready. <laughs> no, I'm never ready. We're safe. We're safe. And I will be enjoying uh, mine out of this lovely uh, Howard's Cave of Wonderglass, which you can get on our merch store on BeerBluesAndBS.com. Yeah. It definitely looks like it picked up a little carbonation from just a, there. Just a wee bit. Just a, just a wee bit. <laughs> what the heck's wrong with yours? Jeez, my, mine's totally fine. Why, why, why do you think I'm wearing a poncho, kidder? <laughs> My luck of, of uh, beer brewed by the brewmaster and me getting along, not great. Not great. I mean, they all taste fine, but uh, they hate me. <clears throat> you know, like right from birth, it's like, 
They're programmed to be anti-Howard Blues. <clears throat> Either local geek has it in for you, or you're just imagining things. I mean, listen, I'm a guy wearing a poncho. Clearly, I have some, you know, mental stability issues. It smells lovely, though. The, uh, smells grape, the grapefruit juice I used in that is the uh, Simply variety, so it's not a super sweet one. So that's where that bitterness Kidder mentioned is going to come from. Woo! <laughs> Got him. Uh, I actually, so so here's my mistake, okay? And then this goes I to a topic that is later on the run sheet and lack of sleep. I didn't think about the fact that I was going to be drinking a grapefruit uh, shandy on the show. So right before the show, I took a swig of Coke. So the sweetness from the Coke has kind of killed, like, the sweet part of my palate. So that is like, you know, it's like drinking orange juice after br brushing your teeth. So I also had a Coca-Cola prior to the show. Good. That's stuff. not bad. Good job, local geek. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. I'm pretty sure JS said he liked it as well. So, well, good. Good job. Another good brew. And uh, we'll, we'll enjoy this one uh, through the show until we get to what's on tap round two. And then we'll try something else. And uh, I'm going to remove this poncho because, man, it's hot. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. I did hope that our other guest would pop in while I was wearing that just because I know his reaction would be like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, gentlemen, it's been a week. And... Uh, why is that the face palm? I mean, it's the catchphrase, man. <laughs> you did the thing. I, I, I did the thing, you know? <laughs> there are people who sit by but, every, but every episode and wait for me to say it. But why is every week a week? Like, why has it been a week? Well, <laughs> we had to start doing these shows every couple days and it can't be a week. What? Well, listen, my life is just, I, I am the living embodiment of Charlie Brown. <clears throat> and that means. Crap happens to me all the time. I am terribly unlucky. But because of that, it means I got a lot of stuff that occurs that is just worth talking about. Like and, what? Uh, well, I, I, like here's here's a fun one, Kidder. Uh, you might remember a couple weeks ago, you had to replace the sewer pump <clears throat> on your uh, at your house. And you told that story on the show. Well, last weekend on uh, Sunday, I, I came downstairs. I was the first person awake in my house. I'm like, I'm going to go work on the cave because that never happens. And I'm down here and I'm starting to work on something. I'm like, man, the pump in my sump pump is just running it constantly. And I'm like, that's weird. It doesn't usually do that. And then all of a sudden I start hearing a thud, thud, thud third noise i'm just like oh no i don't want to deal with this i finally have a morning to work in the cave and i have to deal with it so I, that one was an easy fix it was just a float that i think was stuck and then a little bit of air in the old line so did not have to go to quite the length 
uh, that Kidder did. But the new one, Kidder, and this happened just last night, so woohoo. Uh, Lefty was in our laundry room and she was doing some laundry. I was finally sitting down, relaxing, enjoying my evening. I've had a long day. I traveled to Fort Totten for our uh, board meeting with the State Historical Society Board of Directors. And uh, we just were trying to take it easy. And all of a sudden she goes, hey, did you ever notice these water spots in the ceiling before? Because they're looking really wet. And uh, we have a nice drop ceiling in our laundry room. And I went in, and sure enough, I have a tile that is just sopping wet. And so I we get a stool, and I move the tile, and I take a look. Everything above it is dry. Like, what on earth is this, you know, leak coming from? The best thing I can find is I have a cold water line touching one of my uh the vent for the dryer like the kind of the venting on that and so possibly we're having some condensation and maybe that's creating the leak i'm like okay well let's let's monitor this let's i was gonna go up and take a shower i'll take a shower come back down see if the you know the water and that if that has effect i came back down afterwards huge puddle of water on the floor and i found it and uh, apparently, from up in my shower, the shower head, you know, that has the pipe that runs into the wall. Apparently, in the wall, that pipe has become unscrewed and is slowly trickling water down into my laundry room. So I would go more along the lines of unhinged. Well, that's just everything that comes to you, me, the show. And the guest who just popped in, uh, ladies and gentlemen, unhinged. yeah, welcome back to the show after a long absence, uh, everybody's favorite troll, that's right, he's the official trolling minister of the Triple B, ladies and gentlemen, Big D, back on the show, how you and doing tonight? And don't you forget it, Ah. I, I'm doing just fine. Kinda kinda crazy and hectic up here in Casada Big D. Uh came in right in the middle of the um water leaking story and I can see on the run sheet joy of owning a home on topic two. I'm assuming that's where we are right now. And uh I can relate, brother. Similar boat, similar boat. Yeah, he's talking about taking a leak and then you show up. So I mean <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and sorry for the uh, for the delay on getting in here. Uh, so it's at a uh, back in a by myself with no adult supervision uh, situation again. Uh, Mrs. D and Little D are in uh, Northwest Montana at the moment, so they were just calling in because of the time difference. Little D's going to bed right now, and then of course that delayed my coming back on here with the Mike Adam Lee and Larry Zonka of Internet Podcasting, and. Uh, Local geek, uh, we, since I was an American Gladiator reference, uh, we can call you uh, Nitro because beer. Uh. Sure, that works. You're feeling a bit drained, aren't you there, Big D? Yeah, because I just had a handyman in to replace the uh, floor in Little D's closet, which was uh, ruined. And then I got a couple other projects around the house that have to get taken care of to bring the... Uh, not not to imply that things aren't up to code, but they're not up to renter's code because we're renting the house out when we uh, move in a few weeks. So just random crap to 
knockout. It's fun. I get to spend 700 bucks on a door to my garage because it's not fire rated. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's always a fun fun bill. Yeah. yeah, spend money to make money, everybody. Yeah. Big D, the money machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I have a uh, one one of the other projects besides the leaking pipe that I get to do is uh, I have to patch a hole in the wall because Junior decided to fling our garage door open so hard it went past the like it it actually the door jam didn't stop it and I got now a nice little like hole in my wall so. So you're talking about the the swing door for because for a second I had a vision mm-hmm. of you pulling the the mechanical release and Junior's getting down there and going I am Groot all over that door sliding it upward and just go through your back wall but no yeah. not what you're talking about no 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 just the uh, yeah the swing door on that so I have a nice little little uh, it's not quite a hole but it's not quite a crack but it's it's clearly where you know we have the locks where you just turn the knob. And it's that knob that just went through the wall. It's, a, so it's enough like, where you have to do something other than nothing to fix it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like, so, I mean, I, it's some spackle and, and such. It'll, it'll take me maybe 20 minutes to, to fix. What you need to do is be like every other red-blooded American. Go to your hardware store and buy the circular patch and just over the top of it never happened uh that that patch is far bigger than what this thing is i mean we're talking so you're covered it's good it's like it's like the thickness of like a quarter like it's like just a little line Mm. in my wall so So now you have just being picky about it i'd say you just leave it for the next 18 years because it'll happen again So, serious question, uh, Howard. Do you have the stuff to fill it right now? Yes. Oh, because I I was going to say, if you didn't have it, um, I already filled you in on my travel plans over the next couple of weeks. There are actually some holes in Little D's bedroom wall that I have to fill in as well. Um, And I can just pass that on to you. Uh, These are holes that I put in there. So, (laughs) that's kind (laughs) of. A hammock for his stuffies, little the screws in the in the wall. I gotta I gotta fix them because it went horribly horribly wrong. But I would just buy a little thing and pass it on to you when I'm passing through in a couple of weeks. Mm. But, yeah, it, this this was such a, a small. I just bought a little tube kit. Um, mm. But if you haven't picked up your stuff, um, 3M makes a really really awesome uh, wall spackle kit. That's mm. Very good. I you can get it at Lowe's. Not that they're paying for us uh, to mention it, but you can. Uh, <laughs> for for those who can't see the multi view, kidders shooting me daggers across the internet. <laughs> hey, that that's how Dude Dad got sponsored by Lowe's. Was he mentioned them every time he recorded something and finally got the sponsorship? See, that, that's my theory. If I just keep talking nice about companies, then maybe they'll they'll that way and help me out well maybe this lowe's segment <clears throat> will help us out home improvement by lowe's at howard blue's cave of wonder sponsored by lowe's the lowe's home improvement way what can lowe's do for you let's be honest lowe's has the lowest prices around and lowe's knows because that's where the expert goes 
but uh, the the spackle, um, and I I can't remember the exact look at it, but it it actually has a primer built into it, and it doesn't shrink. So if you do a really nice patch job on it, like and don't have a lot of overflow, it's pretty easy then to just slap a coat of paint on it once it's dry and done. Uh, I I used it when we bought our condo in Bismarck uh, because the people who owned it before us were heathens and didn't believe in door stops. And so there was a hole behind every door in the house from the doors being slammed open. So I fixed all of those. You just have weak walls. No, I trust me, kid. That was not the only like home improvement thing that you're like, what the hell they were, they were working on renovating that place. And then they just kind of like decided, you know what? All this home renovation sucks. Let's just build our own new home. You know, brand new. Don't have to deal with any of this. Because, you know, brand new built homes never break down. Or have problems. Yeah, go back to the first couple episodes. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Big D, we're already drinking. um, I'm almost done. Unfair, what, to uh, to make... Yeah, yeah, I've been doing most of the talking. Okay, just just chill. Uh huh. Big, Big D, what do you have on tap tonight? And what will be what's on tap? Round one for Big D. Apparently, round two for Kidder and the local geek. <laughs> well, I got to run back upstairs, and I got to run upstairs and grab it. So I'm going to turn the camera off, so you can put I don't know some Street Fighter or some Dragon Ball character. Uh, if if it's not Goku, you're not trying hard enough. Uh. What in the actual? You know, it's funny because it's it's not like he knew that he had to be on this show and prepared by bringing a beverage down with him. So he's going to waste our time instead. First of all, piss right off. Second of all, no, uh, I was. I'm good. I went before I started. I <laughs> I think ahead. Second of all, I was prioritizing the family. Third of all, local geek. That what in the world is. That's a that's a new one. Um, you got some, and I haven't even started drinking yet. I'm already hallucinating. Um, huh. All righty. Well, okay. Commence chicanery, future Howard. I'll be right back. No, you won't. Dude, shut up. Uh, I, I kind of figured he was just going to be like listening in, you know, like he's saying that he's going up to get another beer, but he's just really sitting there like, I'm going to hear what they say about me. You know. Yeah. Why wait until the episode is released? That's you going to wait for round two, Howard. I mean, I will try to catch up, but, um, We'll see. I mean, I am the slowest beer drinker in the West, so don't feel like you have to wait for me, you know? Oh, I, was gonna have, I was going to have something different and then have the uh, lemonade when you're ready. So. Hey, you do you. You, you kind of got to be like JS on this show. If you, if, if you remember the last time you were on, somehow JS got to like round four without like <laughs> anybody like really catching on all of a sudden he's like well on round four i'm having this it's like wait there was a round three (laughs) so you just you know just do you future howard will curse because he'll be like in the middle of this and be like trying to keep track of what round we're on but 
Just call it round 1.5. Yeah, I just get snarky as I keep going. <clears throat> well, that's just you and me, Kidder. And me. It's you, me, and me. Yeah, alternate universe you, because it's inverse of you right now. Mm-hmm. You see that? The blue, bluish purples in the back, and the reds on your shirt, and now you have the blackish blue shirt on and the red in the back. And clearly you have a goatee currently, so you're mirror Howard. Yeah. Does that maybe the good Howard or the evil Howard? Evil. That case, I mean, been like evil Howard since like 2008. <laughs> so, yeah. And hey, Big D's back. <clears throat> yeah, now I'm wondering what in the world I'm, I'm looking at. I'm very confused. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> huh? yeah, you just have to watch the episode that came out today and you'll understand. Okay. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so what's on tap along with the uh, getting ready to move situation? I'm trying to clear out what we got in the house. And then that leads me to the first what's on tap. I uh, got a Gin and tonic uh, with the Japanese craft gin, Roku Gin, distilled in Japan with six unique Japanese botanicals, uh, 43% alcohol by volume, and then multi-layered, perfectly balanced gin combining both traditional and six uniquely Japanese botanicals, Sakura Flower, Yutsu Peel, Sencha Tea, Sancho Pepper, Sakura Leaf, Gyokuro Tea. Um, and if there's any Japanese speaking individuals, I formally apologize for that butchering of, uh, the pronunciation. I don't speak Japanese. I barely speak Korean. And, uh, are you turning Japanese? Nope. You don't really think so? Nope. Hmm. Bonus points to Kidder for that reference. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fever tree, uh, tonic water in there. And, yeah, that's been a pretty solid uh, gin and tonic that Mrs. D and I have had over the past couple of years. Didn't really have gin and tonic before coming back to North Dakota. And this is a, yeah, it's a good good 4.7 out of 5. I'm about to crack open something that uh, probably needs no introduction. It's been on the show three times. But I'm going to give it an introduction anyway with some of the previous ratings of it, and it uh, should be good. The first time it was on the show was with Brother Nico, and he said, it kind of tastes like throw-up. I'm glad I only bought one. Hmm. And then uh, Howard and Kidder later had it, and Howard said, I've never seen Kidder KO'd by a beer before, and Kidder said, that's an odd taste. So I have the Shiner Agua Fresca. <laughs> you poor bastard. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Kidder gave me this one. You're welcome. <laughs> it smells all right. Yeah, Famous last words. Oh, that is an odd taste. (laughs) 
It's like a unblended sweetness and bitterness fighting each other. So kind of like Howard and uh, Mark. Yeah. yeah. We'll let them Please figure out which one's the sweet one and which one's the bitter one. I plead the fifth. <laughs> so, oh yeah, Kidder, go back to that last filter you had with the with the hat and the headphones for a second. I don't know what you're talking about. He's pulling a brother, Nico. He's playing with it while nobody can see. Mm. What? So, you know those scumbag Steve memes running around the internet? That that reminds me. Reminds me of that. Why are you talking about yourself? <laughs> I do what I want. It's my body. Anywho, somebody stop this madness. <laughs> oh, all right. Fine. We'll, we'll transition to an actual topic. Um, uh, since, since we were just talking about the joys of home ownership, uh, you know, this brings up a part of the home that we spend a lot of time talking about during this time of the year, and that is the lawn and uh, our constant battles with that. And uh, as I as I updated you on the last time, Kidder, I'm still battling those uh, damn voles in my yard. Well, pick up the pace, man. Stop sucking. Listen, I'm, I'm trying. They just keep finding new places to go, and like I now have purchased... I have two more of those little stakes coming to try and uh, scare them away because uh, they've now moved to the far corner of my lot. I'm like, okay, need one more. Uh, they have gotten into the drainage. So I have a, a spot where kind of my um, <clears throat> Eaves drain down kind of onto the into the street underward. Yeah. Underwear. Kind of it goes yeah. Howard's having problems talking. Uh which what's new? It it goes underground, so from my gutters down um underground and then it drains out into the street. Uh and that is where they have started kind of digging and putting their new hole. So I need to put one there as well so i'm working on it but i think i'm close i think i'm real close to uh having the voles under control so that's that will be good because that's finally i can move on to other issues my lawn is having mostly some weeds and i got a lot of uh weeding to do in our flower beds but it all takes time if anybody wants some baby trees, let me know. I got a ton of them. So, but uh, local geek, you got a new lawnmower, and uh, how's that treating you? Yeah, we we talked about it last time I was on. I'd gotten to use it one time at that point. Um, I've used it twice since then, and my battery actually is lasting completely through mowing the yard. The last two times I've done it, I've had right around half or just under half left. So it was just that my yard was a little too long, I think, the first time I used it. So very happy with that and uh, how well it works. 
Um, I actually, over Prime Day here, just picked up, they had a deal on the Weed Eater and Leaf Blower bundle. So I picked that up too, and that should be here either tomorrow or Monday. Now nice. he can cut, whack, and blow. Nope. It's very green of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll it'll be interesting to hear how you uh, like those other products. But I, I know, like my, I like my electric uh, weed eater. I love it a lot. It's 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 nice. I can actually listen and hear things while I'm weed whacking. Right. So yeah, we've fun. been without one for quite a while. The uh, the ripcord on it won't rewind like if we go in and fix it like one pull and it doesn't wind back up again so. mm. <clears throat> yeah. how, how's how's your lawn going I, I heard the last time that you were having a lot of problems in the backyard and such any, any progress any improvements any <clears throat> well I mean here's the here's the the truth behind it right because my yard still looks like a golf course. Still pristine. Mowed it tonight. Still looks fantastic. With my gas mower blowing out the fumes. Take it over the planet and helping my ecosystem by giving it carbon dioxide. Helping it grow. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but... Uh, yeah, I, I could use a little bit more dirt in some spots. I know. It seemed like you were spewing out a whole bunch of manure right now. Your grass should be going pretty good. Uh, Why don't you just stop by and find out? I, I, I Maybe I will. <laughs> if, you, if you want, Big D, I can, I can tell you where he lives. Interesting. Yes. Yes. Right now, I'll just be content to find a hotel in Bismarck on that night. <laughs> I mean, look, look at those lines. See? They're great. Um, <laughs> See? They're great. That helps. There. I don't have to worry about being here. Yeah. See? I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> it's it's just a spatial distortion. It's okay. It'll clear up once once the nebula passes. It's fine. I'm thirsty. What are we having? This is god awful. <laughs> Why do you think it's one of the the three uh, beers that are, are the triple B of Doom? <laughs> okay, so I have, I think L Squiggle or it's a C, and uh, W. Yes, the W had the line underneath it. I had a fat marker and it smeared. Not as fat as the Magnum. <laughs> You're right. Nothing is smell as fat it. as the Magnum. <laughs> you can smell that some bitch from here. <clears throat> uh, so which which one uh, are we doing next? The lemonade. I would, I would say the lemonade because the uh, the plain wheat one's going to last a little bit longer in the fridge if we don't get to it tonight. Okay. <clears throat> that sounds good. Let's. Pop this new arrival. Huh, weird. This is fine. Not having any issues there. Howard Blues. 
Look at the color on that. <laughs> smells really good. Nice and lemony sour. Hmm. That is very light. So light, you can barely see it. You're having way too much fun with the uh, with your cloaking device going on over there. <laughs> Again, I, I cannot confirm nor deny these nor any other allegations at this time. I uh, I did, however. Uh, pick up a while ago, which you will really like, Big D. Some more insignias. There's the <clears throat> Picard Delta. They're magnetic, too, so it doesn't destroy your, your clothes. Your clothes gives them to me. Uh, this one, one of my favorites, the All Good Things. See? Because you can't even see it. Yeah, I was about to ask if they were the if one was the other, but yeah, I guess there was the the gold color and all good things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My favorite of the communicators. The Generations Com badge. If you want to go to its full truth. Of when it first appeared. <clears throat> How about uh, the Bajoran militia? You, you feel like joining joining the militia? Maybe. <laughs> like that? No. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's more. And of course, uh, question: Have you seen uh, Strange New Worlds yet? Have you watched any of the episodes? I have not. I am about two-thirds of the way through Discovery 2. <laughs> uh, well, there's the the uh, you know command combat from uh -huh. Strange New Worlds. There, of course, uh, is the science and engineering, oh. which got those as well. They don't have the medical one yet for whatever reason, but I got a few of them. How about <clears throat> Lower Decks? I haven't seen. You should see that one. That's that's good. Animated. It's good. It's good stuff. And then I got a bunch of other pins, too. Uh, in fact, the new arrival, you might uh, really enjoy these. As I know you clearly remember... A bunch of the episodes. That's um, that's something. <clears throat> oh my! <sighs> yeah, that's 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 something. Um, that makes me want to take a uh, swig. There you go. Yeah. You remember? Delicious. Oh, Parallels? future imperfect. Oh, yep. yep. And future imperfect. They used them in both. Mm -hmm. But uh, there you go, commander, lieutenant, commander, and lieutenant. I'll take your word for it, because they keep disappearing. Open your eyes. 
Hold on. Hold on. That's that's a good one right there. JS saying hasta luego. So yeah, there you go. There's there's the commander, lieutenant commander with the the silver there, and then uh, lieutenant. Mm -hmm. Cool. I can't reach him. <clears throat> I have the captain and the admiral one back over there. The Kelvin timeline, which of course Howard is uh, its his favorite. The uh, He thinks it's the best of the Trek movies. 2009. And how about this one? Oh, yeah. That's familiar. Uh -huh. Yep. The Admiralty on the Wrath of Khan. Monster Maroons. So, yeah. Good stuff recently. Also, you need to watch Strange New Worlds. The episode that came out yesterday is one of uh, the best Trek episodes that's been made. I'm working on it. I know. The way I figure, I'll probably be able to probably get through Discovery uh, by the time I uh, by the time I leave Grand Forks, and then uh, probably work. How many seasons are in Strange New World, or how many episodes are in the season Strange New World? Is it like ten? ten? Okay, I should be able to get through season one by the time uh, Mrs. D and Little D join me in Korea, because I'll be getting there about a week ahead of them. The frick! <laughs> Here we go. There's something better. There we go. That's the admiral one. And there's the captain. There are four bars. <clears throat> oh, okay. Happy to get that out. So. What do you think about Discovery? Uh, working through season two, I I've been fine with it. Hmm. Working through season two, I just finished. Um, just got through last night where um, Burnham's mom is uh, back, and then she gets snapped back to the future. Uh, you the, seeing the Red Angel. Yeah, yeah. The the mirror, Giorgio. I get the feeling they're trying to make her the series Q. As you're trying to be all powerful, all pretentious, but also kind of thrown in moments of levity. It's like, that's kind of like their version of Q in this one. Mm -hmm. But Did yeah, I've been. The, the small uh, town ep episode yet? Small town? Like they're in a church? Uh, yes, I thought that was a while back. Yeah, I think it was or, like the or my, episode of the Yeah, season. yeah, that was that was earlier on and mm -hmm. I was curious about your take because Jonathan Frakes directed that episode. I'm fine with it. I had I hadn't watched that and 
like I took a pause after I came back from Arizona hmm. and yeah. um, I remember watching it. I remember being fine with it. I don't know. It, it, it's been a fun series hmm. so far. <clears throat> well, enjoy it while you can. <laughs> is, is is that because it's really going to go go south or is that just because you got a bitter billy bitch cake set as you're going about it uh no it it progressively gets worse and more people cry and then it becomes a cry fest every episode and then it just yeah you'll see you'll see peter doesn't like crying in his star trek <laughs> no because you're supposed to be a starfleet captain not a whiny little there's nothing wrong with emotion being written into the storyline. They're humans, not Vulcans, you cold-hearted bastard. <laughs> so anyway, uh, <laughs> I chose to be here with you three a-holes instead of going to see Shinedown, Saint Asonia, and uh, Sleep Theory at the Red River Valley Fair. So... You're welcome. My brother's there. He's been sending me pictures. You should send him the middle finger. <laughs> you, I should you, send him some of that agua fresca is what I should do. Yeah, you can do that too. <laughs> I mean, you could have gone, Kidder. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Local geek would have gone. I mean, I know you wouldn't have. Right, but but I'm just saying, like, we could have we could have rescheduled. Yeah, I totally would have gone if I wasn't on call this week. Hmm. Yeah. You just gotta say something, man. I didn't I even I didn't even know that was happening this weekend. I don't yep. I don't follow that stuff. I, how would I know that there's a thing going on? Did you uh, go see Bad Wolves last night, Kidder? Nope. I was busy. Local geek, did you go? I did not. I I wanted to, but there was just too much going on. <laughs> uh, I also didn't leave work until about the time they started uh, playing. So, <clears throat> not going to work. Yeah, I, I was actually probably in the same boat because I was on a high priority call till about 7 o'clock last night. Making some sweet beverages. That's what he was doing. Yeah, I wish I was. <laughs> I was, I'd been on that call since nine o'clock in the morning. Hmm. Whoa. Whoa. So why did you break teams or is that just your brother? That That's just my brother. Okay. I, I don't like teams. Not Microsoft yeah, teams. I, I agree. I, yeah. You don't like being on a team. We, we use WebEx teams at work. That's great. Microsoft teams. I can go. With yeah. That I got to use teams. I, I don't mind teams. It's all right. Teams can take a flying leap, and WebEx can take one right behind it. They're both equally. Sh I, I like WebEx. Kidder's very opinionated in his meeting software. Yeah, I just want one that works. Because, I mean, this doesn't even work half the time. So, <laughs> all of them are equally worthless. It's like the opening of Full Metal Jacket. You are all equally worthless! 
Because let's be honest, WebEx, you, you answer the phone. Doot, doot, okay. Blah, 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 blah. You start walking through the building and you change access points. Bloop, drops the call. Yeah, that, that's not supposed to happen. Yeah, I know it's not supposed to happen. <laughs> but what always happened? I'm going to have to yell at my brother. Uh, no, that was at my last garbage oh. job. So uh, now uh, we use Teams and uh, Avaya. I have mixed feelings on Avaya as well. <laughs> I do too. You actually know what it is. <laughs> of course oh, yeah. you know what it is. Yeah. You're, a, you're a local geek. We, we use Avaya right now at work. We're slowly, like, in the next five years transitioning to Cisco because Avaya sucks. Because that thong, <laughs> the thong, thong, thong. Our phones are from Avaya at work for the most part. It's, uh... and at this particular locale, I've used Cisco phones before in there. I like them better. I agree with you. Is that uh, like white-haired Cisco or Prophet Cisco? Uh, the Cisco who doth provideth the phones that don't suck it. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, about a month ago, the first week of June, I was in Las Vegas at Cisco Live, Cisco's annual convention, and that was a ton of fun. They know how to put on a convention. They had uh, Jim Gaffigan was one of the keynotes. And then uh, the Wednesday night of the conference, they had like an actual conference with Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton, like completely private for Cisco Live. Blake Shelton came out on stage. He goes, you know, I saw this on my calendar and it said it was a private event for Cisco. And I'm looking around and I, I'm thinking to myself, this is a damn arena. This isn't a private event. There's about 20,000 people there. Where the money went. <laughs> you know, work paid for it, so I wasn't out anything myself. They also, uh, all the beer was free at the concert, all the food was free. And we emptied every single keg in that uh, section of the stadium that I was in. You're dug on right, you did. We, uh, <clears throat> gotta get us an invite to this uh, conference there, Kidder. Mm-hmm. I think it runs about twenty five hundred bucks a person. Sounds about like twenty six hundred bucks more than I'm willing to spend on that. I mean, perfectly honest. Conferences I go to aren't uh, aren't usually that uh, interesting. Yeah, I, I I mean I knew it was a good conference from what I'd heard about it, but I was blown away by how good it actually was. It was phenomenal. I obviously be for that price. also attended quite a few classes and learned a lot and got one of my certifications. So I, I was going to ask if the, uh, if it had a good learning component to it, cause that's sometimes the conferences I end up going to, it's like, why did I go through this? Like uh, the last one I was at was the North Dakota tourism conference. And I don't know what it was, but Hey, I mentioned I'm the living embodiment, Charlie Brown. Every uh, breakout session I attended, I, I mean, I read the description. I'm like, this sounds like something perfect, something I can learn, something I could take back. And none of those sessions were actually what they had written. You know, so like one of them is a great example is like thinking in the gray. And it like it was written to like how to get past black and white thinking. And I'm like, okay. That could be good. I work with a lot of people who are very stuck in the this is how we do everything. Okay. Great. 
uh, I'll get something. Nope, it was all about health and nutrition. Huh. Yeah, I definitely will say that the sessions I attended helped me to pass my certification exam because there was definitely some stuff on there. I took the exam on the last day of the conference and had I not waited until the last day, I may not have passed it. I'm not sure. But the, the exam was also included in the cost of the conference. That's like a $400 value. So, but uh, local geek, did you get your Cisco certification when we were in high school? Did you take those classes? No, I, uh, I've taken the test, I think just once prior to this and I didn't pass it. Mm. I missed it by just like three points. I think it was or something. It was ridiculous close. So, so I, I did take the, uh, the networking Cisco courses in, um, high school because that was back when I thought I was going to be a computer programmer. <laughs> and, um, oh, like we had, uh, and I forget what her name was. Uh, it was the same teacher we had for computer programming who had no love for me for reasons that I think we maybe have said on this show. Yeah, we discussed it, I think, the first time I was on. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I took it from her, and I got down to the, the final test on it, which I forget. It was like it was like seven or eight pages of code that you had to basically like memorize to type in, and it was setting up like a switch and a couple of different points. And uh, when I took it, I got an error on it. And it was an error that uh, I didn't know what it was. The teacher didn't know what it was when I asked. And I spent the entirety of my time that I had on the test trying to problem solve this. So I didn't finish. Like, I didn't get everything done. And uh, a couple days later, I asked, I asked her, I'm like, so did you ever figure out what that error was? Oh, it was fine. It was like a really minor thing. Your program still would have worked, you know, if you would have done it all. It's like, well, okay. Um, can I retake this thing? Because I didn't finish because I was so trying to get this, you know, figure out what this error was. She, uh, she reluctantly let me retake it. I told her, I said, it's not that I want, like, that I have to get an A. It's not that. I just want at least the fair shot to say, hey, yes, I memorized seven pages of code to set this thing up. I just I just want the credit for, like, yes, I, I did this. I'm not going into this field. I At that point, I decided, like, nope, totally not going to go into the IT world. And uh, I'm like, but I, I, I like the credit for, like, the memorization and such that I did, even if I don't, you know, I think I still end up with like B in the class. But it's like, just, just yeah. Another thing that helped me is I'd talked to a couple of the other guys from my company that took the exam earlier in the week. And one of them's advice was there's two labs during the test. And he said, if you get stuck on the lab, just move on from it. You can't go back to it and finish it, but it's going to suck too much of your time. Just move on from it. And, so I, I did that. I got stuck on the first lab at just the very last section of it. I was like, if I get credit for the first three quarters that I did and I missed this point, it's not a huge deal and I'm not wasting my time. And I had like 11 minutes left when I finished. So. But that was his problem is he ran out of time. Yeah. It's, 
like don't get me wrong like it's impressive anybody who can do that stuff my hat's off to him i i was i that there is no reason i should have been in that class i'll just <laughs> put it that way shouldn't have been there shouldn't have been doing it Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> so but uh I, I will i will say credit to those who uh who have done it and have that skill set because that's it's a pretty impressive skill set all things considered yeah it's definitely not easy like i said i failed the first time i took the test and even just like breaking into the industry took me quite a while to really find something that fit me so yeah it's I mean, it, it takes something to be an IT guy. Well, I'll just say it. <laughs> that's telling people to turn turn it off and turn it back on. That, that's something's called beer. <laughs> that too. Yeah. That'll give me horrible flashbacks to my computing classes for meteorology. It was, it was bad. C was horrible. Fortran a little better. I remember in um, numerical methods in meteorology, there was one of my classmates who was beating his head um, for like a couple, three days on a homework assignment. And it had, I forget what we were programming. The only thing that I remember is that the the answer, the whatever we were calculating, the, the end result should have been 30. And the, the instructor laid out, you know, how you're going to be graded, you know, this this part of your code and the points, this part of your code, this point, and for it to say, for you to get, uh, for the output to be 30, you get points. One of my classmates just beating his head for a couple, three days on this thing, and finally just wrote a, a discrete line into the code that forced it to say 30, like, print, the answer is 30, and just left it to that. The teacher was not impressed. <laughs> But he got points for the outcome because technically the outcome was right. Everything else was horribly wrong. Yeah, I didn't finish one of the that programming class. I I, I I barely did. I asked myself why I would ever need this or use it because I had already been doing TV meteorology and I hadn't used any of that. So I'm like, why do I need to use it now? Right? It's not gonna happen. And uh, and Big D, now that you're, uh, you know, <clears throat> semi-professional meteorologist with the United States Air Force. Semi-professional. Come <laughs> on now. How often do you use your uh, your programming skills? A uh, grand total of not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the, the most complex that I get is using Excel. And there's, um, aside from that, there's a... Uh, there's a program that we use where we can modify a TAF either using a wizard kind of application or uh, just hard uh, programming the actual text to get it to spit out a, a five day or a seven day or whatever we're looking for. Uh, wow. For those unfamiliar, TAF is Terminal Aerodrome Forecast, where it's a whole bunch of uh, meteorological code for a forecast, and then it spits out the output in a very specific way. Um, that can get pretty tedious if we go that far but the occasion to use that is like once every three years so not at all 
do I use any uh, Fortran or C or anything like that? And uh, PowerPoint. <laughs> still PowerPoint. Actually, yeah, I'm in Excel and PowerPoint because it's like all the all the background is you know we're what does our customer need? Well, our customer doesn't need us to do all this random computing stuff. There's an entire unit for that that I am not a part of and am by no means qualified to ever be a part of, and I'm okay with that. But um, yeah, the the normal run of the mill uh, weather forecasting uh, units such as mine, nah. Hmm. I just always wonder because so many like i don't know about you guys but i know with like my degrees uh there were stuff that i had to take that it's like i don't use this i don't ever use this stuff that uh was part of this and so i just i always find it interesting talking well, to others about work in the end it doesn't even matter <laughs> so <laughs> how are you i'll be honest with you howard i uh I didn't finish my degree because I'm missing some of those classes that I knew I would never use. I've just been lucky that I was able to break in and get into the field and get into a job that I like without it. But it definitely was more difficult without that degree. I, yeah, it, I can see that. Unfortunately, like my, the stuff that I'm associated with, unfortunately it's all academics and academics, they, they do care about those degrees. Unfortunately, I have yet to work someplace where like what my degree is in really hasn't mattered. Yeah, the know? state in particular, I know I, I applied out there and my application was immediately rejected because I didn't have my degree. Didn't matter that at the time I had five years of experience in the field or anything like that. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll share. Something that just happened this year that, you know, it is an example. Um, so we switched departments in the agency. So now historic sites are under uh, um, the audience engagement and museums division. And I'm part of the education team, which makes sense. That's what my degree is in is education. When they made that switch, uh, they created kind of a new position or at least kind of elevated, but it's our um education and engagement manager position and that's who i now report to and i applied for that position um when it came because why not i i care deeply about education i am very serious about it. and that truthfully is more in line with what i like to do than what i currently do i mean i love what i do now but it's I, my role is far more managerial and it's it's not like i get to touch on education but i'm i'm more focused in on interpretation and historic sites and that side anyway i applied for it and then they took the position down because they decided to make some changes and then they put it back up and when they did they uh they put that you had to have a master's degree in order to apply which took me out of the running um and i i totally get their their logic behind it is unfortunately in education to do professional development courses that count towards your licensure uh, to teach that you have to have a master's. So by me not having a master's, that meant that I was not a person who could then teach those courses. 
So even though I had came to it with like 20 years experience in the field, because I don't have a master's, I was disqualified for it. And it's like, that sucks. You know, um, with that said, my executive director did offer, because when he broke the news to me that I wasn't eligible for that, he did offer to pay for my master's if I ever decide to go for it. Um, but with two little kids, uh, it's too chaotic for me to do it now. But maybe in the future, I'll I'll do that. But yeah, it's nice to know that door is still open in a way. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it is kind of nice. Otherwise, I'm kind of stuck where I'm at, unfortunately, in the agency. I, I can't move up anywhere because I don't have a master's. Although what that really mean, you know, it's like, I can have all the experience in the world and it doesn't matter for that. And that, yeah, that to me, I don't quite care for. So I was kind of surprised by that. Uh, I was not specifically looking for me, but just looking out of curiosity about like adjunct professors and they're required to have a master's degree. It's like, okay, typically your adjunct, adjunct instructors are people who teach a class like one day a week and they work a job in most likely the field where they're teaching. So they got that real world experience. Why is the master's degree required for that particular situation? Yeah. And that's, that's the interesting thing of that too. Um, and I have looked at those types of positions as well. Um, because at some point, uh, you know, I have thought about, I would one day like to go back to, to teaching. Uh, however, if I go back, I'm going back at the the college level, but I don't I don't really want to do the whole high school uh, sure. stuff anymore. You'd rather uh, be teaching somebody who wants to be learning what they're in the class for versus being forced to. Well, yeah. Here's here's the the truth of it. So when I was a teacher, I was I was damn good at being a teacher. It's one of, like one of the few things I'm willing to really like brag about myself on. I was very good at the actual teaching and was very successful with that. And so the problem got to be, and part of why I got out of teaching was I then ended up at a school where everything was so mandated. I wasn't allowed to do the things that made me successful, you know? And so because I couldn't do the things that made me successful, I stopped enjoying it. And the th truth about it is if, even if I went back to a mainstream school now, I would still be dictated by here are the standards. Here's what you have to cover. Here's how you have to cover it. And the thing is I can go up a level and at the college level, I have a bit more control over my syllabus and what I teach and how I teach and all of that. And that's, I think the truth of it is like, if I'm going to go back into that field, I want to go back at that level where I have that control and I can do the things that I want to do and be successful. That makes sense. So it, it's, it's my general take on it and, and such, but I got a while. I'm not going anywhere. I, I really do like what I do at the historical society. It, you know, it, it sounds like I'm complaining, but it's, you know, I, I really do enjoy my job and what I do and the people I work with, it was just kind of the frustration was to be told like, yes, you can apply for this. And then 
no, sorry, we've changed our mind. You can't apply for this. And, you know, that that just always sucks, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Dinner. That is important, though, that you, you actually enjoy your job. And it makes a world of difference in getting up and going to work every day. Yeah, it 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 does. And I I mean, I, I do enjoy it. It is stressful these days, but that's. I mean, it's our busy season right now, so it's uh, I've been hopping. So this will be my second week in a row of working six days a week. So because I work tomorrow <laughs> at an event in Jamestown, so just how it goes. But uh, to answer Kidder's question, Kidder, I did finish that first beer, so uh, I, I I am ready now for round two. Or in your case, round three. But hey, Big D might be done with this. So it could be round two for Big D. See? There we go. And I, so, I will say that Agua Fresca, I don't know if it was that or uh, if I just got a really good pour, but I, I did the lemonade shandy after I was done with that. And it was like way better than the last time I made a lemonade one. So I don't know if it was just that Agua Fresca totally ruined my palate or... <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't blame the Aqua. I wouldn't, you know. I I wouldn't be surprised if the Aqua Fresca didn't uh, just trash the old palate because that stuff is. I think it flew over there and started liquidating your brain again. <laughs> uh, you know, listen, it's it's been a week. <laughs> oh, there it is again. There it is. Yeah, you got I a mean, drink now. Big D has to drink the rest of the bottle. Just... <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's let's get to what's on tap round two slash round three. Well, I got to run up and grab it, so I'll be I'll be back. Damn it, man! <laughs> Flipping rookies. Oh uh, man, why didn't you just shut the? <laughs> Is that really the best joke he could come up with? The uh, the censoring himself. I mean. Well, I might as well finish this one off and pour myself another one. So, Go for it. Go for it. Kidder, you have another one? Now, do I have another one of these, or do I have something else that Kidder gave me? After that aqua fresca, would you really trust another <laughs> thing that Kidder gave you? <laughs> you know, the other ones he gave me, most of them are ones you guys have had on the show before, and I don't think they were too bad. Actually, well, I but... had once the other one I was thinking about having. Well, uh, while you guys are kind of sorting that out, hang on, let me set the truck aside. Let me uh, let me don the poncho because I was stalling. Do that while Big D's gone. He didn't hear. He took his headphones off. <laughs> so we'll crack this thing open. Hopefully. Uh, uh, I end up dry at the end of it. Oh, oh, oh. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I'm kind of starting to think that the local geek fed me some line about, oh, it's 50-50, just so that I would pull out the poncho. You know? I just wanted to make sure I was covered. I didn't want to be responsible for the cave being ruined. Uh, you know, that's a that's a good call. That's a good call. 
and I can appreciate that. So, all right, guess I don't need this thing. Best part of this episode is going to be that I've worn that poncho twice now. And oh, you should have kept it on for Big D when he gets back. Oh, I, you know, it's going to be one of those things that when eventually he goes back and watches, he goes, wait, I missed this? <laughs> twice. He jammed it, you know. Not be ready for what's on tap. I can definitely smell the lemonade in this. It's definitely got a lemonade scent to it. So. You know what? I'm going to be a bit of a contrarian. I like this better than the grapefruit. There. Did you have some agua fresca before that, too? No. <laughs> I didn't. I learned my lesson. <laughs> they are both good, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, they're definitely both good. I think I just, I'm a bigger fan of lemonade than I am grapefruit. So I think I, it, this just resonates with me and it just, it tastes like lemonade and I can appreciate that. I'm actually a bigger lemonade fan than grapefruit too. I just, the, the flavors I thought with the grapefruit went together a little bit better than the lemonade, but this last one I had, I would agree the lemonade I liked better. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, I, I like this one better than the grapefruit. And it's not to say that the grapefruit was bad, but I think the lemonade shandy is, is better. So there, I'm being a contrarian. What's new? I, I thought the lemonade was better than the grapefruit, but the grapefruit also had more sour to it. It did. Mm-hmm. You'd also had the grapefruit before Kidder, so. Yep. That's <laughs> why whenever uh, local geek says, I got a beer, somebody wants to run. Kidder's like, me, 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 <laughs> so that he can raid the keg while he's there, you know, get a sample. One of these days I'll have an IPA in the kegerator just for him. <laughs> you got to name it Kidder's Hatred, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Big D, you're back. Uh, what what'd you go up and grab? What'd yep, you bring? So I, I, I sat down right as you said the words, I learned my lesson. So I'm like, okay, clearly he is not drinking a juice. So. Oh, we, we've discussed that quite thoroughly, how that's never happening again. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, so I got... Um, got a uh, classy beverage. This is not a, an attempt to troll classy like a... I've brilliantly done in the past. No, I, so nothing is quite as classy as drinking wine out of a mason jar. But uh, I got a, some 19 Crimes. It's an Australian uh, company, winery, vineyard. Uh, this happens to be the Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, again, got a bunch of stuff in the house. Just trying to clear through without getting anything new in the next couple of weeks. Uh, 2021 is a very good year. I say that because that is the year I left North Carolina. So, yeah. Cheers to that. Yeah. Good full body. Full body beverage. I give that a five. 19 Crimes has never disappointed the the D family. So, five out of five. Nice. 
I went ahead and went over to the the old beer fridge and pulled out another one that Kidder gave me from the Spetzel Brewing Company, the uh, Shiner Sea Salt and Lime. But that one had much better reviews the last times that it was on. So we'll see how this one goes. That just sounds really good. It's it's very limey. I like it. I agree. The uh, when I looked through the sheet, uh, it was mentioned the salt really isn't there, but the lime is right up front. Yeah, that's how I kind of remember it. It was it was more lime than than salt, but yeah, I'm gonna enjoy this one. Good. Good. One of these days, somebody needs to just as a, a novelty. Somebody needs to uh, showcase the amber moon on what's on tap. You have any idea what I'm talking about? No, no, not at all. So it is get a get a nice cold glass. You crack an egg inside. Go with me on this. But you add uh, salt. Worcestershire, bourbon, and Tabasco. And then just bottoms up. Apparently, it's great for a hangover. Uh, I have my doubts. Many, well, many doubts. If, uh, if somebody's going to try that, Big D, uh, I nominate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, nominate, I nominate Kidder. For, for one reason only, I, I just do. <laughs> I feel like we could nominate JS for the uh, Juice for Loco incident. Oh, geez. Valid. <laughs> as, <laughs> as penance for his uh, sins. <laughs> you know, the thing is, he doesn't view it that way. <laughs> he looks at that very much as like, I created the best episode of the Triple B ever. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's not necessarily wrong, but still, nomination goes to him. I just need a gavel for Big D rules, <laughs> and I don't have it. Yeah, I, I, I could loan you this. <laughs> uh, no, that was a long time ago for me, too. <laughs> well, we're sort of on the subject of uh, the hot sauce. Have you guys heard the... Uh, Controversy going on about sriracha sauce. Yeah, for the record, that was my my shoehorn segue into that because I was like, oh, yeah, this is anyway. Uh, I have not heard. <laughs> Apparently, there's a shortage of the peppers that they use to make it. So there's in because of that, there's a shortage of sriracha sauce. And uh, just for fun, I pulled up the old eBay and sorted it by highest price. And. Uh, Looks like the highest price one is two little like restaurant packets, like a ketchup packet, going for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Um, boy, I if I would have known that that was the story, uh, I, I was in the grocery store earlier today. I would have looked for sriracha. Finance the show with that because <laughs> I don't think it's quite as popular here as it is in other places. Right. What, what I found really interesting was actually the first entry on eBay. This one is the second one. The first one was a bottle for $35. Uh, 
with two million five hundred and fifty thousand one hundred dollars shipping okay. from Romania. Wow. Most of them on eBay are going for like twenty to fifty dollars for a bottle. But I thought it'd be fun to sort by the highest price just to see what exactly was out there. Screw that. Just put some Tabasco on your eggs, call it good. Hey, kidder. Not not to derail the hot sauce chat. But He's but I might cool it off. Watch it. Uh, I, well, actually, I I have something that might make your night a little bit better because seventy two million dollars. No, because um, you've been one a, million dollars. Yep, you've been just a, a little curmudgeonly. But but let let me let me uh say first of all, uh, I have finished the truck. So uh, here is the trailer. All assembled, put together, including the nice hatch doors. So all that's done. The cab is not like 100% glued together because then I can't paint the interior. Neither are we, so it's fine. <laughs> so, so that's the good news. Truck's done, ready for paint. The bad news, and I don't know how I did it because there's no real exposed glue, but... Um, you glued yourself together. Good job. Yeah. I'm going to take away your art and crafting privileges. <laughs> I remember my done. first time working with glue. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, already, was, that was already smelling used that glue, line, Big D. But... Already used that one. <laughs> I, I don't care. I do. I need something more witty for our, <laughs> our condo. There we go. So, I don't know where I even picked that glue up with. It was... I literally was um, probably about by your about on your finger. So, where so you found it. I was putting the front of the cab on because it it's one that actually it, it is meant to lift up because that's how the actual truck works. I was putting that on and I get done with it and all of a sudden I'm like my fingers are glued together. I don't know where the glue came from. I don't know how I got on my fingers, but was it like I picked up glue. It's like a little bit on the on your workspace and you might have set the tire down and when you picked it up maybe no no none i i mm. fell for that trap once before i, I i'm good i i i even big d since the last time i even got this like nifty glue pen to like cut down on the spillage mm. I, I i don't know where i got you know I don't know how I pulled it off. I don't know where I found glue to glue my fingers together, but I did. So there. Hopefully that brings you all some joy because you can all laugh at Howard and his continual failing to hobby on this show. Maybe you should switch to Bonic. It'll probably be a little safer for you. Yeah. It's all right. But truck's done. Now it just needs to be primed. Then we can start painting. Did you see the responses? Uh, yes, it's been pretty overwhelming that people want me to paint this as the uh, Sinclair truck. So I've seen it. I didn't vote because I actually was on the fence about which way to go. So. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. So big, big D. I, I know you don't watch the show. So I do just. This He's Sparingly. not watching the show now. Like he doesn't <laughs> even know what you just did. <laughs> so, this, 
Secret so this this particular truck, I can either paint it in the army. I know the box is upside down, but I have all the pieces loose. I can yeah. paint it with the army paint scheme, or I can paint it in the Sinclair paint scheme. And I have all the decals to do both. So I've been asking the audience how I should paint this thing. And I've, I have mostly gotten the Sinclair uh, paint job. I've had two people suggest that I paint it half and half. Which no, I'm that, do. that would be dumb. Reevaluate your life choices if you even consider that. Which it sounds like you're not. Uh, he, so, he really should do it because then each month he can rotate the display and it's like he's got a new centerpiece. <laughs> yeah, not going to happen. Um, is, is that a new truck that you have on your shelf? Uh, yeah, Kidder's vote was just buy a second truck and paint them both. So, huh? Huh? I don't know that Honestly, I enjoy that's, that's the way I would go just because, like I said, I'm on the fence about which one would be better. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll see. Um, but I, I think it's going to be the Sinclair just because that's where the audience is kind of voted. So, did they though? I Where's the proof? I, I mean, I, I went to the Triple B Facebook page and there I can see all the, the comments. Where's the graph? I need documentation. I feel this election has been stolen. Where's all your bots from the Star Wars? Uh... Star Trek competition. <laughs> yeah, where did they go? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. They also aren't voting on the uh, my shelf project either. I got two. All of two votes on that yeah. poll. I did vote on that. Yes, you did. <laughs> you got one you, vote. You, you did, and my <laughs> wife did. That's it. Nobody else. It was like two questions. It was like, hey, which of these three ideas should I go with? And then, hey, any recommendations for what I should put? as the hidden references on there. That's the it. The number like two of questions. questions is too damn high. Too damn high. Where's this link if somebody wanted to actually pull it up and take a look? Well, you can find it on our Facebook page. That's one spot. Or you can find it if you look back at past episodes, including the last Howard's Cave of Wonder video, which was all about this project and the options. So... There's a couple so either face either Facebook or pulling up uh, prior episodes. Yeah. Or future Facebook. Howard's feeling really generous. He'll pull it up on this episode. Facebook. It is probably, although I think I said like, was it last week or I think it was last week. I forget which I think I tried to set like a deadline of like, it's going to be here. Cause I, I want to get started on this thing and such. So, <clears throat> But uh, yeah. So if you if, if you're seeing you this go. now, you're probably a bit too late for uh, <clears throat> voting. So, but thanks for those who did. I, I appreciate it. It gave me some good things to think about. There were some good ideas. <clears throat> Very good ideas. And such. How big D can vote? Because I know he's not going to go look at our Facebook page. That was the hidden joke that you that you glossed right over, but now I can't find it. Where, where's the vote? When, how when did you when did you put this up? Pass, pass. It been up for like a couple of months now. <laughs> so <Nope. like, laughs> it's now in the run sheet. So 
for that's what i'm saying i just dropped it in there because uh you know things yeah mm-hmm. 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 but now you got me wondering what i'm gonna paint next not models but i got kind of picked up no like legitimately toilet bowl <laughs> Now, what artwork for the Big Deep is the center? No. Um, yep. Yeah, no, I, I picked up, uh, sort of, kind of picked up painting as a uh, quasi-hobby about, uh, about a year, year and a half ago. I, I did a, because I'm about to relocate, and I, I left a, yeah, not that. Uh, I, I left a, I left a, a gift for my, for my forecasting team. I, I thumbtacked it to the wall because, again, classy, right? Uh, just a blank white canvas, about eight by ten, or no, bigger than that. Little, little bit bigger than eight by ten. I forget. Eleven by, eleven by nine. I forget. But uh, it's a blank white canvas, and me being a a dick, I I printed out on a piece of paper, uh, Grand Forks in the winter, a masterfully rendered uh, creation by Captain. D and just put it on the wall. But seriously, I painted a few things. Now I'm, now I'm wondering what I'm going to paint. Now, now you got to actually, you know, send future Howard some examples so he can post it up so that people can see said art paintings by Big D. Sure. Yeah. So get on that. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, two weeks. <laughs> Actually, have a week, truthfully, because I got to start editing it for them. So, <clears throat> you have been warned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all my time in the evening, but for this, has gone into sorting and getting everything ready to move. So, I actually, I figured, hey, once once Mrs. D and Little D take off, I'll actually have time to to paint and. Set up my stuff and nah, hadn't happened yet. It's been four days, yeah. hadn't happened yet. Doesn't look good. Yeah. Question answer. <laughs> Sorry, I just have an arm here. Uh, so what kind of stuff, uh, Big D, when you do paint, are, are, are we talking abstracts or are you doing landscapes? You know, now to be clear, I've done exactly two things thus far, just because again, haven't had a whole lot of time, but. Uh, largely my influence is Bob Ross. May he rest in peace. So, so, so like senior, scenery, uh, uh, wet on wet painting. Mm-hmm. Now, when you do these, are you following like a Bob Ross tutorial or are you just winging it? Uh, the first two were uh, the only two have been, uh, been winging it for the most part. I, I have the wrong, uh, I have the wrong size, uh, brush relative to the canvas i have so i gotta i gotta fix that i gotta i need to get a smaller brush for the small canvas because they're only about about yay big uh the smaller ones the larger ones are like eight by 14 or something crazy i could i could probably set you up with some uh those are those natural or synthetic (laughs) a little of both but I mean, if listen, if you if you need brushes, I got <laughs> I got I got brushes. I got 
more brushes than I can shake a stick at. So, <laughs> I mean, if you, you, you just brush. shook a stick at it. Shook a whole bunch of sticks at it. There. <laughs> Why is Stick Stickly hanging around? No, that's got to be his cousin Stack. It's actually the Adam. A uh, a character from a never actually produced but f- somewhat fully written um, miniseries that we were going I was going to produce uh, back in my filmmaking days called Indie Film. And we had a character <clears throat> who actually based <laughs> on Big D uh, who talked to an imaginary <laughs> I never talked to an imaginary friend who was called the Adam and this is how everybody else perceived the Adam was as a uh, wooden spoon with googly eyes I hate you so much <laughs> It's a. It's actually a very well written series, mostly because I've got it and rewrote it to make sense. After uh, the person I was working with, um, I took their jumbled heap of a mess and fixed it. <clears throat> it was funny. Wasn't uh, me. Just it, for the record. Yeah. No. No. It wasn't Kidder. Kidder was uh, a character in it. <clears throat> uh. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the the whole premise of it was it started actually as a. Uh, we were going to do a web comic, me and this individual. And I wrote, hell, I wrote 14, it's like either 14 or 18 weeks worth of strips and came to learn that this individual who I was partnering with could not keep up with the art side of it. Like he thought he could when we first started talking about it, but he couldn't keep up with it. But it was this great idea. It was, it was, um, kind of about what it was like to make independent films and relying on your friends and the shenanigans he got into that with it. Um, you know, and it was kind of parodied of a lot of people we knew. So like Farva had a character in there who was also known as Farva. It was very similar, probably played up his redneck side just a tish more than real life. And and therefore, so it was, it was kind of all kind of character play like that. But we couldn't get that done. About that time is when like YouTube really started to take off and things like that. And the idea of doing a weekly web series seemed very plausible. And so we started, we took the comic and started writing it as a web series. And then it never made it past the draft form. By the time I started getting final drafts, um, it's, you know, like I was living in Montana at the time. It just wasn't ever going to work out. Has some amazing jokes in it. Um, and things that I, I still to this day am going to be disappointed. They never get to be uh, brought to life because it, my, my favorite scene in it was involving Kinner's character uh, portraying, um, oh, what's his name? He's the infomercial guy. Billy Mays? Yes, Billy Mays. And it it was it was very much my character trying to convince so my character who was named Howard at that time before I was using it on a regular basis and his partner were trying to do it was a um 
the 24-hour film festival. So that was kind of the the premise of it. And part of it was my partner was going crazy because he was going through his own divorce and such at that time. And so I was in charge of it. And I we have this bit where I supposedly have Billy Mays in to, to be part of this. And it's it's really just Kidder. And it has, you know, just one of the best lines of like, it's Billy Mays. It's not Billy Mays. That's it's Kidder. No, it's it's Billy Mays. Beard, blue shirt, hand gestures, Billy Mays. <laughs> Basically threading it down to that, to which the partner that would go, okay, I, I need to go lie down. And the big joke was in Farber. Hey, guys, did you know Billy Mays is here? And that was the joke. And it was funny. And it doesn't play well just as one person describing it, but I laugh. So... But that's a series that unfortunately will never probably see the light of day. Which is a shame. Seeing the light of this show, so it's about the same. Yeah. Hey, it's um at least yeah. Well someday, Kidder, I'll talk about the whole film career thing, but not right now, because boy, we're getting late and we still have some topics to cover. Including somebody wants to talk about Burger King cheeseburgers reasons yeah because you like to get a cheeseburger every now and then but this is a cheeseburger have you seen this have you seen this have you checked this out i haven't okay tell me more tell me more kidder burger king is bringing you the burger that you never knew that you needed and it is a cheeseburger a burger with no patty and it is full of cheese i have heard of this that's all i've heard of it (laughs) so the sandwich two pieces of bread i.e a top bun and a bottom bun and 20 slices of american cheese the real cheeseburger with no beef, no other meat. That's all it is. It's full of flavor for those who love cheese. The super cheeseburger from Burger King, full of cheese flavor with 20 sheets of American cheese. If you don't come to play, order now. It's uh, about $3.13. Now, this is currently available in Thailand and unknown how soon it will be available in the U.S. However, apparently it's been showing up on some menus and may be available at your local BK through August 20th. So go get it now. Go get your real cheeseburger. And then you might want to stop by the store on your way home and pick up a little something, something to help you visit the Big D Business Center within the next six months. A little, little bit of Pepto-Bismol, maybe, maybe some Ducalax. Uh, so, something to push that through. So my suggestion, uh, drink a full pot of coffee and then eat a giant bowl of Fiber One and then make no plans for the next eight hours. Well, I know a plan. Watch past episodes of this show. <laughs> <laughs> On the topic of crazy burgers, I'm about to drop an image in the uh, 
assuming it works. Yeah, there we go. So in the like 2007, 2008 timeframe or whenever Windows 7 came out, maybe a couple of years later, apparently Burger King in Japan to celebrate had a seven patty Whopper. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, but I, I can feel my my heart crying out for mercy just looking at it. Oh, come uh, on. Those, as, those as, patties are like a millimeter thick, so all of those would equal maybe a quarter pounder. Yeah, but I mean, just, I mean, you know, they doctor up the the images to, or the, the material where they're taking these photos, they're doctoring up the meat and the sandwich to make it look bigger than it actually is. But I mean, they do a good job. I mean, I, I look at that, and I mean, as a former cardiac patient, I just I I I can't. I kind of <laughs> feel that way right now. Like, oh, I could eat one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. I think BK is closed by now. Damn, doing this show late. Mm. Interesting. The, the infamous. <laughs> um, Interesting. Infamous postal truck incident, BK closed a couple months ago. Yes, it did. Shut down. No more felonious <laughs> occurrences occurring. <clears throat> no more phone calls at four thirty in the morning from uh, Big D's dad. Son, the hell do you want? I'm sleeping. We need to talk. What? Postal truck swing a bell. Oh, oh. If you want the uh, full story in that, go back to the first episode starring Big D. I'll uh, uh, just call a, uh, a new challenger. Listen, biggest D, it's okay. <laughs> Promise. I'll tell you about it later in the morning. That's what you should have <laughs> told your dad. Okay. The biggest D. <laughs> he is taller than me, but, but I, I definitely outweigh him by like forty pounds. So there's that. Oh, oh, sheesh. Okay, there they are. So, so, all right. I have to share. I sorry. I've been slightly distracted. I I took it. I opened up. Tourettes all of a sudden, or what? You okay? <laughs> okay, settle down, so, Timmy. Did you I, eat I the opened... cheeseburger? <laughs> no. <laughs> it sounds delicious though. Oh, just <laughs> brain. I, I finally yeah. opened. I opened this uh, Bandai Namco X-Wing fighter kit, and I opened it up, set the lid off to the side, opened the pack of this sprue, so it comes with a sticker sheet, and then the sprues. But here's the thing. No instructions whatsoever. <laughs> Build your uh, own it, adventure. And <laughs> if... It, in the bottom, it's it's all it, mostly foreign language, and the one caution, which basically says, there's small parts to this. Don't let kids eat them. Um, you know? Because you have to have those sorts of warnings in a Star Wars toy. Yeah. I, well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, not only is it small parts, but then the other thing is, don't cover your mouth with the plastic bag. You could suffocate. You know, so there's that. So I'm sitting here a little, like, Oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? I picked this up. There they are. There's the instructions. Ah. It's on the inside top of the box. So, I, yeah. 
So Star Wars that? fans, again, not using their situational awareness to look around f- for the box. You got to be think outside the box. Or Listen, inside, as it were. I, upside hey, down it, the it's, box. It's different. And my first time uh, with this company and their model kits, okay? <laughs> At least I've assembled my model kits and they don't just sit on a shelf. They're easier to dust that way. In a box. Unopened. Unloved. And they look look better. They're pure love. Why? Because it's like your ship over your shoulder. (laughs) Can see the whole thing in full color glory. And I don't have to dust individual parts. For those who don't know, uh, many years ago, I actually gave Kidder uh, a model kit. I think it's of like three of the Enterprises. And uh, he's never assembled them. I even offered to assemble and paint them for him. And he's like, no. And so the box, the model kit box, sits on a shelf, unopened, just there. That's ice cold. I mean, you see, here he could have three like awesome display pieces of the Enterprise. It's like this, this big, you know, all three of them are here and they're shooting through space. You can't cut out a corner of space to put up there. But what you can do is get your life together and put those things together. No. <laughs> uh, he, I also, I mean, this is just go. Cause this, this, here, here's, he, you know, he was throwing shade at the Star Wars fans and situational awareness. Mm-hmm. At least Star Wars fans will, you know, play with their toys and enjoy them. Uh, local geek, you'll you'll appreciate this. I actually bought Kidder a really good Star Trek board game. He's never played it. It's never been out of the box. Yeah, it's a board game, and plus, I don't want to ruin the value of it. You know, opening it and and then destroying it is just just not not good value for the open market twenty thirty years from now, or maybe when I'm no longer here. And my family is left here scrounging pennies to pay bills. And they go, there's this set of starships. And there's this board game. We can sell these for millions of dollars and we can eat tonight. Normally, this is where I'd make a transition that it's time to end the show, but uh, there, there's one last topic worth talking about, and that's bedtime, which is a good topic to close. And I know this one came from the local geek. <clears throat> so, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, bedtime's been a challenge for my little guy last week, two weeks, maybe. I might have even mentioned it the last time I was on. I don't remember. I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> but uh, if you haven't already started into it, Howard, I'm sure it's coming for you. Where he's getting up several times at night, coming into our room, various requests, often things that he doesn't need to come in and request, such as, I don't want to wear my jammies, I want to sleep naked. Okay, why'd you need to come in and tell me that? <laughs> you could just do it. <laughs> but, uh, Last night, we tried for the first time and did it again tonight, and it seems to be working. We have uh, basically told him, you can play with your toys that you have in your room after we put you to bed, but you have to leave lights off, and you can't come out of your room. 
And he has done that for what we're estimating is about 10 minutes because the sounds quit after about that long. And he's actually gone to bed on his own. Yeah. Uh, Junior is not quite at the point where he's ready to put himself to bed on his own. Um, <clears throat> that doesn't happen quite yet. Um, and for the most part, he sleeps through the night. The problem that we get is, like, last night was rough. He got up twice. And and very similar situation. Like, last night uh, when we put him down, he, for some reason, said, you know, it's going to be fun. Right on. I, I'm going to flip, and I'm going to sleep with my head down where I usually have my feet. So we had to move his pillow and his blankets and all that. Okay, fine, kid. I'm not going to argue with you. Go to sleep. And, uh... He was fine, but then, yeah, about midnight, he comes rolling in, uh, upset, and uh, I don't know, he, he didn't even come rolling in. I got out of the shower, and he was crying, and my wife had sent me a text because she was trying to put our other kid down. You know, Junior's crying, and so I went down, and, you know, he was worked up and all upset, and I finally calmed him down, like, okay, what's up? He goes, I want my pillow over there. He had gotten up in the middle of the night, or gotten up, dis- was disoriented because he wasn't in his usual spot, and so he freaked out and got himself all scared. That's what had happened. Oh no! <laughs> so had to had to flip him back to the other side, and <laughs> tuck him in, and start the whole process. And then he got like a death grip on my finger and would not let go. So you know, you ever make that mistake of like, okay, yeah, buddy, you can hold my hand as you're going to sleep, and then they, they latch on, and you're like. Okay, now I gotta try and like Jenga my finger <laughs> out from this grip, but like if you wake them enough, then they reattach. Yep. Oh, that's fun. Mm. Yeah, thankfully most of our issues are before he actually falls asleep. So usually, if he gets up in the middle of the night, it's one of those like he's crawling into our bed and sleeping with us because we're too tired to try to put him back down, and he's too tired to do anything. So uh, you know. Although- the other night he did come into our room and he was upset because he couldn't find his water cup. We'd forgotten to get a new one after we put the old one in the dishwasher (laughs) and it had been like three days. So he hadn't used it for a few days. So I had to get him a new water cup, put him down in his bed and didn't hear a peep out of him again after that. (laughs) Yeah. He's for the most part, as I said, he's, he's pretty good. He knows where his water cup is. He's, he's fine, but yeah, so he came in. So I had the once where he woke up there, and then he came in last night at another time, and my wife took care of that one. Um, but it was enough to still wake me up. And it's yeah, uh, we haven't. We try our hardest not to let him sleep in our bed um, because we just don't want to start that habit. Because eventually, you have to eventually break that one, and it's like, yeah, we're just gonna. Not allow it, because we don't want to end up like like Big D, who <laughs> I believe I've heard still has that issue. You're not wrong. Yeah. So I mean, and in in fairness, I mean, we we first moved when Little D was six months old, and then there was a vagabond status for like ten months, and then a lot of moving around. We we're in North Carolina, then we we're up here, so a lot of moving around. He he couldn't fall asleep unless one of us was next to him and that's still the case we'll eventually get away from that but i mean that, that's where we're at right now 
when we moved here, our upstairs is all hardwood floor. And the um, when you would get down, our our dog, sit tight. This would be a good point for future Howard to edit. Give me one second, because down here. He didn't turn his camera off this time. No, he didn't. But now I, I said, <laughs> you should go for it. <laughs> this butthead, I mean, sweetheart. Twenty pounds of rage. Uh, Elias, uh, little D's feet would hit the floor, and she would lose her full mind and just start going. Wake Mrs. D and myself up from a cold sleep. Um, just freaking out. We try to get back into his bed, and and we did. But then, like fifteen to fifteen to sixty minutes later, um, depending on how good of a night it was, repeat, and it got to the point where it happened like four times in a night. You'd come in and we're trying to get back to bed, and eventually, I'm like, "We just got to let him, because otherwise, we're never going to sleep again. We'll, we'll figure it out later." So, little D turns five in eight weeks, and. We're still in that spot, and I mean, we're about to relocate internationally again. Um, so we're, we're so it could be worse. When he is in between us, sleeping for the most part, he's a good sleeper. He does kick sometimes, but I mean, it's it's better than than you. If you, I love you. You suck. Most of the time for us, it's if he gets up in the middle of the night, we'll let him sleep with us because it's just too much hassle to get him back into bed. Although we, we do, like you said, he usually sleeps between us. And there was one night a few weeks ago where he, my wife got up to go to the bathroom after he came in and he scooted over and totally took her spot and she couldn't get him to move. So she ended up laying between him and me. And at some point in the middle of the night, she woke up and he <laughs> fallen out of our bed, which is like three feet off the ground. And he was he was sitting on the floor with his back against our bed, so we think he must have slid out. <laughs> but he was dead asleep and had no recollection. <laughs> ah, yes, the joys of raising kids. <clears throat> and and I mean, I'm. I've contemplated this a few times and I'm sure you both agree that while it's still, it can be irritating as all hell when little D gets past this phase, there is part of me that is going to miss it just because he's very, he's a, he's a very snuggly little guy when he's, uh, you know, when he's asleep or barely conscious and he's like, mama, dad, I come snuggle. Okay. Okay. hundred percent. There's, there's going to be a, a last time for that, and you never know which time is going to be the last time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on that great bit of uh, sentimental thought and, and feeling, Kidder! We've been talking for quite a while. The beer's all gone. It's time we wrap this show up. 
with some good old-fashioned cheap plugs. Well, the best thing to do is get out your phone or your tablet or your laptop, maybe even your uh, 1992 Casio keyboard, and get online because it's time to hit BeerBluesBS.com. BeerBluesBS.com, that is the place, the place to join us because we have all kinds of stuff on there. Our episodes, our merch store, the ability for you to buy us a beer, buy us around, many different things. The links to our social media pages as well, BeerBluesBS.com. In addition, we have merch store uh, right there and uh, another merch store where there's some great products. In fact, brand new products available. I know Howard is surprised, but there are many new designs available for you at streamlabs.com slash beer blues bs streamlabs.com slash beer blues bs also while you were on there you can donate to the triple b that'll help the show go for another month or two or three depending on how much you give you can set up monthly recurring payments as well to help share and care to continue this show again streamlabs.com slash beer blues bs streamlabs.com slash beer blues bs streamlabs.com slash beer blues bs if you are listening to this it's in the show notes if you're watching this it's on the bottom of the screen so thanks appreciate that hey also i i do have to mention that in our uh, regular merch store there's a lot of big d merch you can get a shower curtain or a t-shirt or an apron, like yeah, you're going to go cook, make a sandwich. You can get Big D's face on it. Get you arrested? Well, only if you stop by the business center and you're not appropriately dressed. Oh, he just shrugged and laughed. I don't well, think Mike, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I mean, oh. if, if that scenario were to come to pass, shut See, up. I, I thought you just weren't <laughs> looking at the screen. Uh, he, he caught it pretty quick after I did it. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> now he yeah. caught it. I, I saw the back out. I didn't see the business center <laughs> until just now. Well played. Well played. Yep. Hey, Kidder, look at page three of the rundown. That's for you, man. That is not an old fashioned. That is an abomination. Abomination. Uh, yeah. Keep, so, keep plugging uh, your plugs with your plug and plugs. you can get a, a the recipe to make an actual old fashioned like they do locally on the Mandan side of the river at Thomas and Moriarty's. Quick shout out to them. Classy, tasty, old fashioned, and a recommendation. This one, uh, Big D, you can also use this recommendation, but. I just want you to know that if you use this with your nasty Wisconsin old fashioned, you're going to ruin this whiskey. That's actually what it's called. It's a Wisconsin old fashioned with a nasty ass cherry. It's not a real old fashioned. It's called Bareface. It's a Canadian whiskey. It's elementally aged in triple oak there for seven years. 
It's delicious. You make an old fashioned with this. It could change your life. It's well, I, uh, si simply astounding. Well, when I pass through in a couple of weeks, I invite you to make me one. So, you know, you know, that reminds me, Kidder, when I was in uh, Las Vegas, one of our vendors took us out to a whiskey bar and I ordered myself an old fashioned and they put a cherry in my old fashioned. Did you get up and leave? Uh, call that place the worst bar of Las Vegas? No, I, I maybe would have if I was by myself, but... Oh, what is this bar? I must know for when I travel it, to the Vegas of Las. It's in the MGM. I can't remember the exact name of it, but it was either something whiskey or whiskey something. Hmm. Well, clearly they're idiots. And I will have to go school them. <laughs> Should be a good time. If I don't make it back from Las Vegas, I'm probably in jail, just so you guys know. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, uh, you can help donate to either the Get Kidder Out of Jail Fund or to keep the Triple B going for another few months because one of those things will end up happening. Uh, so again, streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs or beerbluesbs.com and then click on merch you know buy a t-shirt one of these awesome triple b t-shirts right i mean look at that nice threads it's real comfortable to wear good material nice screen print on there maybe you would like to put a sticker on your car you could do that too got the triple b stickers good print on those uh you could also as you take the sticker maybe get the old-fashioned recipe the perfect old-fashioned, as you can see, got that right here. The perfect Kidder-approved old-fashioned, available at BeerBluesBS.com. Zest of orange peel and no freaking cherry. Somebody's in the rundown. No, not Abominable Hulk or Abomination. What, 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 what? I, was, I was up to clear it up. Old fashioned abomination. Old ah. fashioned abomination. Yeah. I, I, I was just trying to try to help here. I I guess I wasn't confused, but <laughs> if you, I'm glad that you cleared it up for yourself. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying a tasty beverage. Not in that one with the nasty cherry, but a, an old fashioned tasty beverage versus a comic book monster alternate caption for that big d on a monday morning without coffee just saying yeah quite the mohawk coming out of your spine <laughs> no no real comment to it okay so that means we should continue on and get the hell out of here because this thing's not going anywhere else so Facebook and Instagram, please like us, follow us, share the page, like the posts. It helps us get in front of, you know, five to 10 more people. And we would love for that to happen. So again, facebook.com slash beer blues BS. That's our link on Facebook. Just make sure you like it, share it, help us out. <clears throat> Big D. And then, uh, also, uh, <clears throat> local geek uh there's also the instagram on there too you can follow us on instagram tap the gram 
Uh, also, uh, Howard's got us going with YouTube. Of course, we are on YouTube with the video version. If you're watching us right now, thank you. Click the like button, please. Right now, it's down here. Just help us out. Click that thumbs up because it'll help us out. And then uh, we're also doing the YouTube shorts. We're doing reels. We're all over the place. So join us. Join us now and they don't have to worry about um, subscribing later. Anyway, uh, aside from that, we're on all the audio podcasts out there too. iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, again, YouTube Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts, you know, iTunes Store, uh, Pandora, Stitcher, TuneIn, IMDb. There's a bunch of them. We're out there. If you have a uh, uh, Spotify, can't forget about Spotify. If you if you have a a, uh, a subscription or a membership on any of the sites for audio podcasts, just search Beer Blues and BS. Beer Blues and BS. Search that, and uh, we're probably on there. And then subscribe to us for free. Other than that, well, help us out. We'd love for you to buy us a beer, buy us around, help the show continue on another week, or just send us a message and tell us to get it over with, and we'll stop making these. I know what Big D's answer is already. <laughs> so, uh, now you know. <laughs> okay, well, it's come to that point. Closing thoughts. Big D, you opened your mouth first, so go ahead. Uh, I'm going to steal a closing thought from uh, was it Howard's first college roommate. Sharp, pointy objects make horrible Q-tips. You put me on the spot, man. That's the best I got. I said that. <laughs> Maybe it was somebody else's roommate. I don't know. Uh, Howard, did I or did I not say that? <laughs> I mean, you've said a lot of things. I, I can either confirm or deny that you have or have ever said that. I'm thinking of um, the husband of the uh, acquaintance of ours who is the niece of a senator. I don't know if he has a moniker. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, he was my second college roommate. So, okay. Okay. Second college roommate of Howard. Mm -hmm. That makes more sense. Mm -hmm. What's funny is I actually know who you're talking about as well. His, his brother gave me a ride to the airport when I went to Las Vegas. Hmm. <clears throat> well, that's how it goes. So now that we've established that, are there any other closing thoughts before we wrap this up? Seeing none. Big D, local geek. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you very much for joining us again. Howard Blues, last chance. Got anything to say? I'm going to need a smaller brush. I mean, the detail on this stuff is incredible. But I don't know how the hell I'm going to paint it. 
beggars can't be choosers and with that have a great rest of your week night day morning whenever and wherever you are we appreciate you being here for this and every episode of beer blues and bs keep your glass at least half full there's free beer tomorrow and we will catch you on down that warp traveled tuscan highway have a good night good day whatever catch you in the next episode beer blues and bs You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. You know, while while we're waiting for Kidder, uh, I should uh, I should show you. I got I got a new uh, expansion to a board game in the mail. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is uh, Kuminir Knots or Simon. Um, they did a Marvel Zombies game based off their Zombicide. And so the Galactus the Devourer expansion came. Nice. That's interesting. Yeah. The, the rest of the game hasn't made it to me yet. So I don't have the base <laughs> game. I have this. Is it playable without the base game? I'm assuming not. No. It it's not, so but but it but this came and part of the reason this got shipped early is because it came uh, with a special miniature and uh, oh wow that's that's not a miniature <laughs> I know it's a small statue <laughs> that's pretty awesome though I mean yeah the, the what, one what about three foot uh no not quite that but. It's it's pretty big. Um, put his arm back in. So so his hand there. Let's see. Do I have a standard human on my table? Yeah, close enough. So standard like twenty eight <laughs> millimeter miniature. Wow. So that's pretty awesome. It it is. Um, I was I was talking with with Lefty about it, and I said I didn't think I, you know I. Didn't think he was this big. Like when I went for it, I'm like, oh yeah. So I had to figure out where I'm going to store this thing. <clears throat> you could uh, use him as your stand-in if you have to run up and grab a beer from the beer fridge or something. I know. <laughs> it, it, it's a chunk too. It, it's it's pretty heavy. I mean, if I thought I could weather the elements, I'd put it outside, put a lantern in it, be like one of those jockey statues that you would see. Nice. What what's it made out of? It's just plastic. Nice. But it's just a lot of it. Is it like solid or is it hollow? Um it's hollow. So if I pull his head off, um oh, okay. Yeah, you can see. Like that's pretty light, but yeah. Yeesh. That is gonna be a chunk.
Get her! <clears throat> Hello. Howdy. How you doing? I'm I'm here. How <clears throat> about you guys? I made it. Not doing too bad. <laughs> I would have been a, a little bit quicker on the draw, but apparently, uh, while I was away, somebody came down and messed around in my cave. So, like, <coughs> all my lights were pointed elsewhere when they were supposed <laughs> to be. Uh, this this really cute shark appeared on my uh, my webcam. So. Yeah. <clears throat> so we're just gonna let him stay on my webcam. <laughs> so. 